Hey guys, welcome back to Beer Buddies. We have a New Year's podcast slash Goose Island. We have a, yeah. we have a number one contender, right? So oh, the the goat to us, twenty sixteen Goose. Yeah, usually every other year we do uh, a okay. vertical. Yeah. We didn't do one a year ago. Well, the last one we did, uh, we had four. It was a vertical of four vintages, and we had threw in two of the. Or was that the first one that we did? Because we did two variants on one of our episodes as well. Yeah, I think the first time we did one was in 2017. 2018. I don't remember. It yeah, matter. it was like 2018. Um, it was one of our first episodes. Like anyways, episode three, yeah. Um, or maybe we did one a year ago. It doesn't matter. But yeah. it's another Goose Island episode. Not in the same <laughs> context. Uh, Chris and I, we've done this thing quite a bit where we, uh, we've actually kind of just accepted that Goose Island is our favorite bourbon barrel stout. We've had several beers that we've had that we think would be better than Goose Island. I can't even tell you how many times we've been like, oh, this is going to be just as good, if not better than Goose. Then we stack it up, you know, like Coconut Narwhal. Barrel yeah. aged Coconut Narwhal was... That was pretty good. Pretty great. Uh, Goose Goose took it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, Barrel Aged Infinite Void from Old School New Glory. Mm-hmm. Like... Super great. Barrel aged infinite void with vanilla. Super great. Yep. I even um, had the they had a maple variant of that uh, yeah. last year. That was pretty good. Um, but not not as good as sixteen goose. And specifically, twenty sixteen goose, right? Yeah. So and that's when we figured out. You know, it wasn't just sixteen goose that was beating these. It was pretty much any year of goose, and that's why we did the original. The first vertical we ever did was to kind of get yeah. that. Up. All right, what's the best goose then? It ended up being twenty sixteen. So. We keep coming back to 2016. Just seems to be the goat, and so uh, we're gonna we'll open this first beer. We're gonna warm up, and then we have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is it's a warm up beer, but it's still I 10%. mean, yeah, it's a 10 percent because the rest of the beers we're drinking tonight are 14, 15 percent. Yeah. So we have this magical <laughs> thinking by Crooked Lane. It's an Imperial Braggots, and. Uh, so I'll just read what it says on the can. Uh, so if there was ever a time for magical thinking, it's now. Braggot is a historical style brewed with a malt. Uh, is a historical style brewed with, with of malt and honey. That's not a sentence. That's fine. That's actually what it says on the can. <laughs> and we brewed ours with a substantial imperial stout base, and a few hundred points of delicious caramelized local honey from Miller Honey Farms. We think the results are quite magical. So Crooked Lane's up in a, Auburn. They need a new writer for their stuff. They do. Stuff. Yeah. But I think that, you no, know, I haven't looked up the Miller's uh, Honey Farm. I'm pretty sure that's also up there up the hill. So this is like a locally sourced, uh, you know, brag. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Oh, we never talk about glassware on these episodes, but tonight, since we're drinking all these heavy beers, and we're going to try and figure out, you know, if we have a new winner, we have these... Uh, Sniffers. We're drink- sniffers. We have Love a Track sniffers. 7 and a New Glory limited edition Sniffers. All right, you're smelling it. What's your first impression? What do you smell? I'm smelling the cat hole. Let me get my yeah, nose in the get, sniffer. Yeah, put it in the, yeah. Hmm. Um, a lot of caramel. A lot of caramel, some chocolate in there. A lot of caramel. Um, yeah, so the caramelized local delicious honey, right? Plus the... Uh, if they used to caramel malt in the, the stout, which mm-hmm. is very common. 
So or crystal malt rather, which has a caramel flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you don't smell honey. That's what I was gonna say. When you smell this, you don't smell honey, even though there's lots of honey. No, in, it. in addition to the caramel, there's a sweetness on the the end of the nose that I would like to sort of infer mm. as honey. But you know, if you just put this in a glass, I wouldn't smell honey. I would. It almost smells like it's some one of those old timey old school candies of some kind. Sure. If I was yeah. to just pour this for you, like let's say like I home brewed a braggot. I just yeah. poured it for you and looked at this. You'd think I brewed some type of stout probably. Like mm-hmm. some sort of caramel caramel stout. Yeah. That's probably what I'd guess. Until I try it. Let's see if that changes. Cheers. It. Cheers, man. The drink or it's bad luck. It's really smooth. Yeah. Really smooth. So this is nice because it's a, a very light-bodied, yet still that did say, smooth but full-bodied is what I mean, I guess. Yeah. Smooth and full-bodied, darker beer that'll help us sort of warm up before we jump into these much heavier yeah, beers. Yeah, we jump into the ring, I guess. Uh, the can did say this was an Imperial Stout base. Mm-hmm. Would you know that... If the can didn't tell you. Because the Imperial Stouts that we drink are usually bitter, you know, and, and pretty heavy in the mouth. Like, they're not the mouthfeel, but like the, it's like a palate overload sometimes. There's a I'm lot kind of, of. I'm buying it. You know, I don't know that yeah. I would have inferred it. I think it's bigger than just a, a regular stout, which is kind yeah. of why I'm buying it. Also, there's a lot more dark chocolate, like full bodiedness that I wouldn't mm-hmm. typically associate with a, yeah. a, base, a baseline stout. I mean, I. And yeah, more from the imperial. I think yes. I'm not tasting very much honey flavor at all. No. Which maybe that's not the intent. We've only ever had one other braggot, which had more of like a honey mead kind of characteristic going for it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to put my finger on in here. There's no. There's no. I think that's what you're talking about the caramel. It's not. There's no honey flavor like we're used to for like a honey blonde or like the the. Excuse me, the honey blonde we always talk about where they actually added honey and honeycomb to it. Mm-hmm. Where you crack the can open and it just smells like honey. Yeah. This does not have that smell. A lot of caramel. But it's like candied, almost like a candied stout. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Kind of reminds me, like, this is sort of the beer version of the uh, the Ghirardelli chocolate squares that have the caramel in. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All but... Right. What I'm trying to search for, I guess, are those those Imperial Stout flavors. Like we already talked about, there's a little bit of dark chocolate in here. Sure. It's not very bitter. Uh, there's no notes of, sometimes you get like the coffee or like um, like a toasted grain flavor. You don't really, well, you get a little bit of toasted flavor from this, but not not that bitterness, you I know. Mean, it's half and half though, you know, it's half fermented honey and half beer. Yeah. More or less. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think the honey took away some of the flavors you would expect seeing honey on the logo or on the label. Uh, the way they processed it, we don't get some of those honey uh, characteristics, but we also don't get some of the stout characteristics. It's kind of a, it's an interesting, like a Venn diagram where it's it's not the outside circles, it's just the middle, you know? Sure. <laughs> that's kind of what yeah. my mouth's telling me. You're right. You're right. It's, it's very interesting. Still, let me see. It goes down like like nothing, man. You could you could sip this easily all day. Yeah. 
You know, I might maybe instead of an imperial stout, if you had said, "Hey, this is a porter base," I probably would have believed you yeah. too. But I think that's more from the sweetness of the honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of pulled it up a little bit. But maybe that's a good comparison. Then it, it tastes maybe more like a sweet porter. If you had to make a, like a direct beer comparison, you know, it tastes more like mm-hmm. a sweet porter. You smell it. Man, I wish I had a bottle of Black Butte Porter to try next to this, you know? It's Black Butte Porter. I recently had that. It's actually very thin compared to this. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, how our palates have changed. Yes. <laughs> Still a great beer. Uh, yeah. Um, that's, that's I've the... actually grown to appreciate how light like a porter can be. Mm. Um, yeah. This is good. This is good warm-up. Yeah. So, we have three beers. That we're gonna we have, twenty sixteen goose. Yep. We have a one beer that we think is going to be a major contender, and if not overtake the throne, uh, and then another beer that we haven't had uh, next to twenty sixteen goose, but when we originally had it was very complex. So the three the three beers we'll start with, so twenty sixteen goose, the one that I'm. Yeah, I, I think it's more oh. of a throw-in because it's still kind of cool to see. Is uh, so we have the Sightail 427 from Great Basin. It's a 27 or 2018. Sorry, 2018 Sightail. I was gonna say 2017. 2018 Sightail 427 barrel-aged Imperial Stout. We'll get more into the tasting notes and sort of the... Oh, uh, that one's got like a paragraph of tasting notes. Right? Yeah, well, Half and an even essay. just what makes these so cool. We'll get more into those as we go. But Chris found the the number one contender. Go ahead. You can talk Which, about it. So when you say number one contender, this is really interesting that we're, we're lining these up this way. Because we've had a side tail before. You know, I've had one. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm aware, I think it was one. And it blew us out of the water as far as the complexity and, and the flavors. We've never had it with uh, 2016 Goose side by side. Mm-hmm. But this one, excuse me, we've actually never even had before. And so to say this one's a contender, I think this is, I think you're right. I haven't mentioned what it is yet, but I think you're right. But that's a bold statement for something that neither one of us have tried, which I mean, okay, so let me, let me read you the box here. It's this one. Also came in a box. All our fancy beers come in boxes these days. Uh, <clears throat> Goose Island Bourbon County Double Barrel Toasted Barrel Stout. So this is um, something that Jordan and I were discussing. It's uh, the first uh, aging process. It said it spent one year in Elijah Craig uh, small batch bourbon barrels. And if we think back a couple years ago, there was a variant that we couldn't get our hands on that was... A goose island that was aged for one year in Elijah Craig barrels, mm-hmm. right? But then they threw this one back into another barrel uh, for another year, an Elijah Craig toasted bourbon barrel. So it's it's I guess they say it's double aged or double barreled. So it's a regular, it's a single batch bourbon barrel, and then they threw it into a toasted bourbon barrel. So this one's gonna have. We talk about complexity. I I suspect this one's gonna have a little bit more complexity than sixteen goose. Because of the uh, toasty characteristics, I know bourbon barrels are usually, you know, flamed out. Yeah. But um, the fact that it came from a single batch or a, a small batch barrel, and then into a toasted barrel, is going to give it a very, very interesting flavor profile. 
Yeah. Um, this one is actually kind of funny. I found this on accident. Mm-hmm. I was sending Jordan a picture in, a, in one of our local stores of all the different versions of Goose Island they had on the shelf. And I stood back and I took a picture. And this box here was barely in the edge of the frame. And I noticed it had a little Goose logo on it. So I actually looked a second time with my eyes and noticed it was a very special Goose Island. Yeah. I went around town for the, a couple weeks after that trying to find another one. Uh, I don't know how many were in Sacramento, but apparently um, the, the guy that we go to his store all the time, Smart Mart, um, the guy that owns that, I think he got one for his like three or four stores. And we got it. So I would imagine, uh, you know, there's probably not per store, but like one per customer that was given or even less. Yeah. You know, so super rare. Um, yeah. Yeah, this one, I mean, you know, it, it came in a, it looks like a Glen Lovett or a uh, McAllen box. You know, it's really fancy. Uh, the Sightail box is pretty cool, too. Uh, but I, I've noticed that, too. I was going to talk to you about that. All the beers that we've been getting into lately, all these these higher ABV, uh, special, small batch, barrel-aged stuff, they all come in boxes now. In the bottle. Yeah, the bottle comes in a bottle, yeah. Yeah. It's like... Uh, not, not The beer's not in a box. It's not like boxed wine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, the, the bottle is contained in some sort of fancy box. I'm trying to figure out. I have another side tail. I think I have a 2016 as well. Yeah, so the, the cool part about the side tail, right? Isn't, aren't they uh, all aged? 20, this is a 20... Is it an 18? Well, this is an 18. I also have a 17. Yeah, but they're not the same. Correct. It's not like a different vintage. It's actually... Like, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you're, I think you're the one that figured this out. <clears throat> you did a little bit of research after we had that first sight tale. Well, let's, uh, let's finish these. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then let's uh, let's pull the bottles, and I think we'll kind of... Oh, I guess maybe actually we could, we could just get it, because both of these are going to take a minute to get into before we open the bottles. Yeah. So the sight tale, uh, even though it's a 2018 sight tale, this is sight tale 427. Um... And the, the number is associated with the number of days they actually spent um, sort of fermenting. So the brewer would sort of taste it every couple months to make sure that so. Um, Saitel in 2017 was 427. In 2016, it was uh, uh, 412 Saitel. In 2015, it was a 385 Saitel. And those are all the ones that typically aged um, about a year. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they also did sort of these multi-year ages. So they aged the 2015 one for an extra long time. And that one they also released an 808 side tail. Oh, wow. Uh, and 2018, the 2017 one also sat. So 2017 aged for almost or for an extra year almost, and they made a 775 side tail. Wow. So you can find, yeah. Uh, That's that would be crazy. And let's see. Only saying that because we've had the standard aged beers, the standard side tails, and those are crazy. Yeah, these we remember these being some of the most complex beers we had. I hope the tasting notes are on the bottle because they're not on here. They were somewhere. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure they're going to be on the bottle. Yeah. So those are, and then 2016 Goose, which we've talked about pretty extensively. We'll talk about that more as the bottle comes out, uh, oh. or as the bottles come out. Um, we should have had like a fight song, or you know, like uh, in this corner, 
you know, something like that. With the Mortal Kombat one? Like, oh, fight. yeah. Could have done that. Yeah. Well, the production team's already worked pretty hard for this podcast, so I don't know if we can ask them to do... It's true. <laughs> Maybe. Really, really grinding it out at both ends, you know? <laughs> I mean, they're using mics now. I'm proud of these guys. Yeah, you know, next level production value. <sighs> Fuck you, Logan. <laughs> That was, that was random. You know, Logan. You know, he only gets angry at you when he's had a beer or two. I don't. I think they're. That's not true. This. <laughs> it's not true. We were in a band together. He pissed oh. me off plenty of times sober. Oh yeah. Good old days. Smells pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this was a good find. Good job. Bottles. We're gonna crack everything open. Should we move the, move the? Are we done with the boxes? Let's put them down here. Put them down. Okay, put them down there. Um, move the burrito. Yep. Move the burrito. Move the hot sauce. Yeah. Crack them. All right. Up. Crack them open. I'm gonna look up and see if we can find the Cytel 427 tasting notes. I could have sworn they were on the bottle. I guess that makes it fair, right? If we open all three at the same time and they have the same exposures and temperature mm-hmm. and, and oxygen, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mysterious tasting notes of Cytel. Wasn't Cytel, isn't it a, you're a bartender, right? Isn't it a mixed drink of some kind, some sort cocktail? Mm, not anything I've heard of. Because hmm. um. that's another thing um, that I've seen a lot of are like these cocktail beers that are coming out. Oh, come on now. Oh! I would like to also mention that this uh, double barrel aged Goose Island is the most expensive beer I've ever purchased in my entire life. It was, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that's going to be more expensive is at Utopia's if we ever get our hands on one. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's worth it one time. I couldn't imagine drinking this stuff all the time, you know, having that kind of money. Yeah. Uh, so there aren't, that's what's crazy. You know, when we did these before, there were tasting notes somewhere. Hmm. Uh, but. Mysterious tasting notes. Yeah, I don't know. Just, let's, uh. Mm. Should we start with a little bit of 16? Sure. Just, Let's uh, start with a little bit of 16. And, uh. Use it as a measuring stick. So, we're trying to learn our lessons from the past, um, doing small sips of these strong beers instead of trying to drink the whole bottle or partial bottles like we've done in the past. Because, I mean, this is basically like drinking wine, you know? Woo, man. That's some chocolate. That smells kind of boozy, too. Yeah. Cheers. So, this is a 16. 
That might be even smoother than that braggot. God, man. How was that? just gave me the chills. Woo! I don't remember 2016 being that good. Well, this one's five years old. That's why I was just doing the math in my head. It's 2021. Ooh, I, I'm not kidding. Like, the hair on my arm just, you can see it. I just got, <laughs> man. Yeah, showing off for the listeners. Good God, that was... Jordan's just taking the opportunity to flex because he's been working out. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> mostly the working out part. I have not been working out. Um, but, yeah. That the, was... The boozy quality. Really, really nice, bitter, dark mm. chocolate that immediately gets out of the way for a smooth finish. And this nice hint of stone fruit and a little bit of burnt sugar even. Yeah, that marshmallowy, like the toasted marshmallow flavor. You know, a little bit there. That's kind of what it reminds me of. I was like making a s'more. It's a little bit of chocolate. It's not the breadiness is gone. It used to have a little bit of like a graham crackery breadiness to it. Did it? Well, I think the first one that we had sixteen, sixteen or seventeen, kind of did. What is this supposed to have according to the bottle? Intense aromas of charred oak, vanilla, caramel, and smoke. Hmm. So I'm getting more of the the char and less of the smoke. Less of the smoke. Yeah. But maybe that, that marshmallow character is more the vanilla. That's one thing. The vanilla with the toasted or the... There's definitely a dark chocolate body to it. It Ooh. tastes almost like, like brown sugar, man. Like there's some brown sugar in it. It's like a dark, like a like a, like a caramelized sugar flavor there's to a, it. Some, some kind. I'm also getting sort of like a stone fruit kind of thing for it. but Yeah, I'm trying to pull that out. Hold on. Um, when you say stone fruits, it's like you're thinking like dates and mm-hmm. like... Not like, you know, nectarines, right? Correct. So that's that's the thing to keep in mind. The stone fruits for these are like plums and dates. Yeah, almost and, like plum, like mm-hmm. pruney even, yeah. but like not in the way you're like, not in the senior citizen way. Yeah. Yeah. This one's really smoothed out. It's really, really mellow now. And like to get all the tasting notes out of it, all the flavors you're looking for, you really got to look, you know? Mellow. But still very complex. Gosh, man. Yeah. You know, this, you know, we're going to find out. This is supposedly the shelf life for how long you can age these beers. But. That's right. This is our oldest one. But we got advice from the Mm. Master Brewer at Clam State Mm. that said you can age them longer. And so I'm going to throw caution in the wind. I got two bottles. I'm going to let it ride. I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to let go. I'd rather ring what's left out of the towel. That is so chocolatey and good. Mm. All right, let's uh, do a little bit of this, this side tail. All right. Oh, that 16. Goose. I'm pouring a little bit more of the mm. side tail because it's going to take us a minute to get reacquainted with this. Yeah. It's like hanging out with old friends, mm-hmm. you know? And a new guy. Some new guy they brought. This one, there is a fruity characteristic. Immediately. Yeah, right in the nose. Noticeably... There's a bit more, more fruit. Less chocolate in the nose. Yeah. Less of... It almost has like a little bit of a brightness to it in the smell. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit, really subtle. This goose was just so laid back, I think. Yeah. You know? Let's just jump in. Let's, uh... Cheers, man. Mmm. This is like more mellow than the goose is, man. It's more mellow. I like the but, fruity. The fruity yeah. quality is nice. This but, definitely has stone fruit. The Goose Island stone fruit is much more of a subtlety. And it's just mm-hmm. sort of like 
like a, like a like a light layer of mayo on a sandwich, if you will, right? You kind of taste it. Not yeah. really. It's more about the other things. The stone fruit is like the the jelly in the PB and J. You know what I mean? Yeah. This I was gonna say this one, the fruit aspect of it is a little bit more present, and it plays with the that dark chocolate flavor pretty well. You know that bitter chocolate. And the fruit go really well together in this one. Like that, whatever is causing those flavors to occur mm-hmm. at the levels they're occurring in this beer, they're it's like they're dancing together. So do you get more it's chocolate good. out of this or the 2016? Oh, the goose. Okay, same. all the way. Great. Yeah, same. I get way more fruity quality out of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't get nearly as much boozy quality out of this. Oh no. Uh, and this is a 2018, right? And so, yeah, this one isn't as complex as the one we had last time. It doesn't seem like it. That's right. It doesn't seem like it. Now, even if it hmm. did, even if it did, you know, the, gosh, it's been a long time. We've we've drank a lot of beer. Well, this one's also, you know, they aged it for a while. Right. Excuse me, in the bourbon barrels. And then, or is it barrel or bourbon barrel aged? Did we check? It should be oh, aged no, in barrel aged. Pretty sure it's aged in barrels. So. Fruit and bottle by Gray Brayson. I wonder if um, the bottle aging... Took away some of the complexity. Like if I want to say it's green or or, or uh, new. Like sometimes when you have like a brand new IPA and they just tapped it. Sometimes it's got this really bright herbal flavor to it. I wonder if some of those were caused by this when we first had it being freshly bottled versus now it's been in, in the closet for two three years maybe. Barrels. Also, barrels, this yeah. is a bottle you bought. Yeah. Fairly so, recently, so we don't know how it was stored. There's that kind yeah. of thing. But even then, I don't think. I'd be shocked because we bought mine. I bought in twenty eighteen. Uh, I would be shocked if this one was even mine was um, different enough to remedy the gap. Maybe it would be a closer call, but mm. I think uh, kind of like we we usually find like twenty sixteen goose is a much better beer than this. Yes. On all fronts. I think it's more complex. I think it's also simultaneously smoother while having a boozier quality all at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think this is to your point at the very beginning where you mentioned we always have these beers. Like if we had this just now, I mean it's New Year's. We could have this as a celebration and crack it open and drink it. Yeah, like, be great. Oh man, it's fantastic. This is such a good beer. Like I wonder if it would beat Goose. Now they're side by side. It's like, uh, No, it's right? not close either. It's not close. <sighs> yeah. Now I'm really, really looking forward to, to that double barrel goose, man. Oh, yeah. Might be I'm rooting way. for. You know, I actually think that this double barrel goose is the favorite. Mm. Right? You know, like because and here's my logic. Because so 2021 goose was great. Yeah, we actually really liked it. Because like, let's follow nice. the trajectory. 16 was really good, mm-hmm. like amazing, right? Amazing beer. 17 is is on its heels. Yeah. 18's garbage. Yeah. Um, I would rather have this side tail than 18. Yeah. Um, 19 is solid. Mm-hmm. 20 was... Well, I, I'd say this. 19 was okay. Yeah. 20 was solid, trending to good. Mm-hmm. And 2021 was good. Yeah. I'd rather have 17 before I'd rather have 21. Yeah. But 21 is good. I think 21 is better than 19 and 18. Oh, yeah. And so, if 21 was really good... And this is a double barrel, higher quality version. This is a version of 19, I think. This would be a version of 20. Of 20. Probably. 
It would be brewed around oh, the same time yes, as 20. Because the, yes, 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 you're right. Because and then the they age it. Year. Then, yeah. Well, as far as 20 was brewed really sometime in 2018, probably. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then sat in the about a year. year. Yeah. And then released. Wow, this is so complicated. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you're right. That's, that's a good point, though, that this is the 2019 version. Mm. And so this might not be 2016. I would, I would, oh man, if that. But I do think, like, if I had to put money down, I'm going to go with, like, if someone was like, hey, are you going to go with, you know, it's like Lexus versus Toyota, you know what I mean? Like, you're probably, like, blinds, like, sure, there's probably parts of the lineup where you'd rather have a Toyota instead of a Lexus, but if you just hear the two brands, you're probably just going to run with the Lexus mm-hmm. and just assume it's probably going to be better. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel about this. I just had a crazy idea. Um, we might have to come back to it after we try this one. Okay, hold on to it. We're, you ready? Oh. oh. I'm going to pour a little bit more of this because this one we have, we definitely haven't had. So I'm really hoping that we don't run into the uh, the cost depression um, or, or cost versus taste efficiency. That makes sense. Oh, we are gonna talk about that. I was prepared. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Nose. Oh, that is. We're Hold back on. in goose territory. The boozy oh. quality of a 2016. The longer you smell it, the more things come out of of the smell. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Because up front, it just tastes. I mean, I, I can't even put my finger on what the smell is. Like it would taste like like. Great. Let's I just don't... jump in. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Same time. That's uh That's really great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try it a couple more times. There might be a few moments here, guys, where we're not talking because um, <laughs> our was, mouths are busy. I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't get the chills, though. Kind of interesting. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. What does that smell? I can't put my finger on the smell. There's a, some sort of flavor profile here that it's something rare. The length of the tasting experience is pretty pretty long. You know, like I feel like I breathe out of my mouth or I breathe out of my nose, and then mm. that's normally when the experience is over, and then it yeah. keeps going. There is a lot of caramel in this one too. This one doesn't have the tasting notes on the tag. No. But here's some some interesting things. So stout aged in Elijah Craig small batch bourbon barrels. And then aged in... Maybe that's what we're tasting. Elijah Craig toasted bourbon barrels. Now, the small batch barrels are going to be what? It's kind of a stupid question. I, I They're going to be smaller. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what effect that has on the barrel aging process? Well, here's where I overthink things and my, my educational background starts kicking in. It's probably not accurate, but... When you have a smaller uh, volume, the surface area to volume ratio changes. And so now you have a 
if you put this in a smaller barrel, now the beer has more surface area engagement with the inside of the barrel. Okay. Which is where that barrel flavor usually comes from. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have more of that barrel flavor. That's correct. Okay. So, yes. That's great. <laughs> which means, so in the, like, let's, uh, let's kind of pivot, oh. pivot to a relevant point and then kind of come back. So mm-hmm. on the homebrew scale, what that means is if you were trying to do a homebrew bourbon barrel aged stout and to brew a commercial version of a beer and you used a smaller barrel, the larger, the, the greater barrel to beer ratio, right? Meaning that the, the smaller barrel actually changes the ratio in which there's more oak flavor going for the beer, like you said. You actually don't need mm. to age the beer in the barrel as long. Yeah. Okay? Which affects a variety of things. The, the <clears throat> rate in which the ABV will change, right? So a lot of times these stouts come up even 3 or 4% in ABV because yeah. they spend a year in a barrel sort of processing the sugar and the booze from the bourbon barrel. Then mm-hmm. the smaller barrel... If you put it in a, a uh, if you put the put it in a smaller barrel for a short amount of time, the ABV is not going to rise as much. But mostly, it's that oak characteristic. So let's double check this. Mm. It says it was aged one year in small batch bourbon barrels, which means a year in small batch barrels means it's going to have way more oak flavor than it would have in the normal barrels. Mm-hmm. And then um, aged in regular barrels, which. It mm. explains, I think, the additional complexity is coming from the barrels. I think there's an extended oakiness. Oh, yeah. Well, that toasted barrel process is probably where I'm getting that almost molasses or, or yeah. um, cooked, cooked down brown sugar flavor, maybe. Here's a caramel flavor. I, don't, I would think more molasses than caramel now that I think about it. Yeah, but that's probably from the toasting of the oak. It breaks down the sugars in the wood a little bit, you know. Yeah, so the Sightail is a good beer. A really great beer. But here's what we need to sort of kind of grapple with. Um, this 2016 Boy. Goose, uh, or 20, yeah, 2016 Goose, uh, I think I pulled the, the price tag sticker up. I think it was $18 when I bought it. But we bought That's, it in 2018. Well, the other thing, too, if you notice, in 2018, 2019, they must have ramped up the volume of how many of the, of the stuff mm-hmm. they're making. It's, I mean, we can still... I think I was in the store the other day, and I still saw 19 Goose on the shelf. Like, there's just so much of the stuff they produce. I think this was still, back in 15, 16, you know, still kind of a, a smaller distribution yeah. type of thing. That side tail's 20 bucks. Yeah. So you have to spend more to get a not-quite-as-good beer. I don't think the Sightail 427 actually, it does give you a, like it is a different experience. Yeah. Not so much so that I feel like the experience is not even kind of better, but it's not different enough to warrant paying more. I got another question for you. So you're comparing it to an $18 bottle of 16 Goose. Would you rather have the Sightail or a $12 bottle or 13, depending where you go, of 2021 Goose? Oh. All right. Because that's the other great part about this. Probably 2021. Yeah. So these bottles, I think they're 17 and a half ounces. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a little bit more than a pint. Oh, and this is a bigger bottle. That's actually fair. It's a little fair. bit bigger. Yeah. So the price per ounce on this 2016 mm-hmm. versus the 2018 is probably yeah. comparable. Sightail's a bomber. Right? Yeah. 22. So that's for those two years. But I'm saying even though at if you, if you adjusted for volume, I think the 21 Goose being, you know, what? Like five dollars cheaper, mm-hmm. it's still a better beer. 
With the adjusted prices. With right? the adjusted, yeah. Cool. So saying these are both eighteen here on the table. Twenty twenty one goose was still like thirteen bucks, you know. Yeah. Would you rather have the side tail four twenty seven or twenty eighteen goose? I don't know. I think the eighteen was the one that we thought they they changed up the recipe. Was that the year? Or was it nineteen? Where we thought they completely changed to something different because it didn't taste like the other I really ones. didn't enjoy. It had no punch to it. There was no. It was very very laid back and like. Yep, I had it multiple times and every single yeah. time I was like, "Why are we drinking this?" Yeah, I think that's on the 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 drinkable um, smooth scale of eighteen. I think Sidetail has a little bit more complexity. If you're talking about a beer that has that kind of low key vibe to it, you know, mm-hmm. I think what I really like about the Sidetail is you could pour it in a glass and you you give it to someone and say, "Hey, try this, try the stout," and they drink it and like, "Oh, this is a really interesting stout," but like they probably wouldn't. They might guess that it was barrel aged. They might guess that it's been aged for a long time. Like you said, the aging process length gives a different tasting notes. They might not know that it's a, you know probably an imperial stout, uh, a high ABV beer. You know, you'd have to kind of tell that to them. And I think that's something. It's, it's very subtle and classy that Sidetail pulls off. Mm-hmm. It's very underwhelming, understated. I think underwhelming is maybe kind of harsh, but subtle and understated for sure. Subtle, very subtle. So, like, if you're talking about, you know, Goose Island, you've had Even all the... nuanced, I'll go with. Very nuanced, yeah. But that's my point, is if you're talking about Goose Island, most of the Goose Islands, except for 18, um, are very pronounced. There's very clear tasting notes. Um, the smell, the original taste, as it washes through your mouth, the breakdown after you swallow, breathe, and all that stuff. There's very distinct things you can pick out, and it's very, very... Um, how do you put it? How, do you, how would I say it? Like, it's almost like you can have a checklist. You're like, okay, yep, there's the caramel, there's the the you know dark chocolate. Oop, there's a little bit of nutty flavor. You know, with eighteen, you don't get that. And so, putting eighteen next to other Goose Islands, it's kind of like the odd man out. It's more of like the side tail, where the side tail is it's a completely different approach to making a barrel aged beer, and it tastes like it's a completely different approach. Yeah, right? I just I think so. the gap between all of the Goose Islands we've had. It, is much like in the context of 2016, 2017, 2018 goose. 16 and 17 will put in kind of their own tier. The gap between 16, 17 versus 18, I think, is oh. bigger than the gap between 16, 17 and the side tail. Uh, yeah, that was kind of my point. I'd rather have okay. the side tail than the 18. Oh, cool. No, I misunderstood you. No, that's cool. No, um, that's what I'm saying. If you're, ta- if you're taking a beer like 18, which maybe that was their intent, is to make a more understated beer for some reason, um, I think side tail does it better. Got it. I understand now. Yes. Yeah. I think this is actually subtle and potentially understated. I think 2018 mm. Goose, I think, is just not a good beer for the price. And Yeah. But I think, unfortunately, <clears throat> for this 427 side tail, it is very, very, is a distant third place. For these three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's about the company you're in, right? Yeah. So... Mm. You know, um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, being the third wheel to, you know, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant is a good third wheel, but yeah, it's very clearly third. Yep. Yep. Man, I'm still, I can't get over this. There's something about this um, double barrel 
goose, man. That just it's it's good. We were talking about it. We 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 said we talk about it. The price point. Um, we talked about the price of these other two, sixteen and, and side tail. Um, this is more than three times what you paid for of twenty sixteen goose, and that was when twenty sixteen goose was more expensive than it is now. Very expensive. This is actually more expensive than most of the. Uh, aged whiskeys that I buy for my dad you know like an 8 year or 12 year Jameson or something you know like <laughs> it's a, a little bit more than one pint of beer and you is know is it more than 3 times better than 2016 Goose you know what that's I, I think the discussion I, I could see how that would be really easy to I could say no <clears throat> right and they go oh, it's, well it's not worth the money but I think what we agree it's not that it's not worth the money it's here's, just here's the argument it's not three times as good as 2016 Goose. I would say it's probably it's probably not better. I would probably put it on par, which we're going to go back and forth. We left the bottles open here, guys, so we can go back and taste them side by side again. You know, we're just doing little, little you know, two-ounce tasters. But to go from 90% to 100% takes a lot more effort than it goes from 0 to 90. And I, I think that's more of the discussion here. Of is it better than sixteen goose and why or is it sixteen goose better? And it's not. It's close. It's close, and I think what we're talking about is that exponential increase in effort, time, cost to get something that's a. If this is even slightly better, you know, if the yeah. sorry, the, I'm pointing at the double barrel aged goose. <laughs> so you guys can't see my hand. Is- yeah. If that's DB twenty one, right? <clears throat> yeah, if that's if that's slightly better than sixteen goose, um, maybe that's just how much it costs to make a beer that is better than twenty sixteen goose. You know, because that's how good sixteen right. goose is. Right. Maybe it takes the Avengers with the Infinity Gauntlet to take down Thanos. Like I get it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that that's a maybe. I'm not, I'm not sold yet, but that would be me my either. argument. Me either. But like, wow, that's the first time we've ever run a beer next to twenty sixteen goose, and have been like, ah, uh, man. Which, kudos to 2016 Goose that a Oof. beer that got a second barrel aging and is five years younger, which is, you know. Yeah. Uh, Not just second, but special barrels both times. And five years younger, right, is mm-hmm. in the context of even some complex beers, you know, a lifetime or two in beer world. Yeah. The other part about the cost is if you bought this, because I, I paid for this, if you bought this, would you regret buying it? No. Yeah, me either. I have no regrets buying it. Even kind of. And I might have even bought, if I found it, a second one with no regrets now after trying this one. We would age for a couple of years, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No regrets. I wouldn't I mean, feel the need to crack it immediately. This would be like a, you know, I got a huge promotion at work. Well, yeah, we're talking a couple of years from now, right? At least, yeah. so like you're you're gonna be done with school. I'm gonna be done with school. Our lives are changing. Shit's going on, you know. You know, like someone's getting married, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna crack mm-hmm. open one of these, like that kind of. Ooh, yeah. And then the question would be: Would you crack that open, or would you crack a sixteen goose? You know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's tough, man. Either it's yeah, it's close. Not a side tail. That's oh. where I'll go. Yeah, not a side tail. No. Like, I'm getting married and a crack open a side t- um. side tail is good for like you know like an Easter dinner yeah. or something it's a special occasion but not like you know I mean we get Easter every year you know what I mean? yeah I have a 2017 and a 2018 that I've been aging very very methodically mm-hmm. 
And I, f- I feel very <coughs> confident about opening them when the time is right. Um, these just aren't as good as Goose. No. Sorry, I think my my body is reacting to these beers like like my body is happy. My, my tummy is smiling, you know. I think it's I'm like stretching over here. Oh, there's some happiness going on. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sold. Ooh. These are at this point in time. I would. Okay, mm. we're gonna go back and forth. So if you had to guess right now. Which one you're gonna pick? Like, what? Where are you at right now? Is 2021 better or is 2016 better? Can I give you a little bit of what's in my glass right here? Because it's been warmed up in my hand. I'd say we took them out of the fridge. I think my fridge runs about 39 or 40. Um, I think in my hand right now it's probably about 60. Okay. It's, it's still kind of chilled, but it's not. Here, try that. Now that's the other fun part with these too. Is you drink them over a long period of time, the flavors change. So it's a little different. Okay. It mellows out a little bit when it warms up, you know? Mm. This is pretty insane. It might be better than 16 Goose by a very slim margin. But we're going to have to try 16 Goose again to know. All right, let's run it back. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important this time, but we'll have to come up with some small talk. Um, maybe I can tell some of my really bad jokes. We let these warm up in our hands a little bit. You Chris know? just calls them jokes. Oh, to me, they're hilarious, yeah. Um, uh, I was killing it last night. I was at my friend Matt's house. Oh, nice. How's he doing? He's doing good. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he and I are both uh, dealing with some Actually, very similar... Let's just do a bigger, a bigger run. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Let's do a bigger run. Mm. And then... You know, give 2016 Goose a real shot. Yeah, I'm going to sip a little bit. I'm going to let it warm up, you know. The whole deal. How we normally would drink these. If you split a bottle of these uh, Goose Islands in half, um, it's been about half an hour, 40 minutes drinking your, you know, your 8 or 9 ounce pour. And it changes flavor over that, that time. Especially, if, like, I'm holding mine in my hand. That's kind of the nice part about the sniffers. I put the stem between my fingers and I let the bulb kind of sit in my hand. That warms it up. The flavors will change a little bit on you. That's why this is a good campfire beer. You know, summertime, you're camping, sitting around a campfire. Oh, it's good stuff. So, this guy walks into a bar. Wow. And he's carrying a piece of, of asphalt in his hand. Big chunk of, you know, big big piece of asphalt, right? Softball size. Mm-hmm. Sits down at the bar, puts it down. He looks at the bartender and says, I'll take one for me and one for the road. Nothing, nothing. He brought in a piece of rope and I, I get put it down no, on the bar. Yeah, yeah. The joke is one for the yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really funny because he he you know the the duality is normally people mean I'll take one to go, but he brought the to go in to the bar. Yeah, the roads at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know asphalt could drink beer, but that's cool. Yeah. You know, <laughs> on a slightly mostly unrelated, slightly related note. <laughs> When my mom was young, she'd go to Dairy Queen, Mm -hmm. and she'd order a Buster Bar. Mm. Well, actually, she'd order two. 
my mom was very self-conscious about the fact that she wanted two Buster Bars. So after she'd order it, she'd get one for me and one for my sister. Mm. And she'd take them both home and eat them. <laughs> oh. Well, that's fine. Respect it. Yeah, respect That's it. fine. Not even mad about it. That's funny. I don't think I told you. I got a funny mom story. Because we're competitive like this. I got I to gotta throw in my own mom story. Uh, Are on, we competitive like that? I guess. That's news to me. Yeah. Uh, on uh, drills and stuff out. You know, my mom worked on tanks. to be out mm-hmm. in the field driving tanks around. She'd have her ammo pouches, you know, on her belt. But instead of, like, magazines, she would put, like, granola bars and stuff in there. They looked like the same size, you know. Mm-hmm. Stick them in there. So she'd have snacks out there. <laughs> just sounds efficient to me. <laughs> yeah, I think she's the one that told me on those old tanks, uh, those smoke uh, grenade. You ever seen those little tubes stick mm-hmm. out the front? They are actually the same diameter. The smoke grenades, the same diameter as like a can of beer. And so they would throw a whole bunch of beer in those tubes and seal them up, drive out and have beer while they're out doing drills and stuff. Out in Germany. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, Twenty sixteen Gooseman still really great. You know, I really feel bad saying this, but after having it, so having it after this double barrel, it's almost like something's missing. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think this double barrel 21's better. Yeah. Holy smokes. Uh, 2016 Goose is still great, but... Um... Well, we can put. Let's try to put the cap back on there and age it. <laughs> see if we can seal it up and age this like, this bottle, uh, man. No, like the king is falling for sure. Oh. Uh, but not to the point where I'm actually mad that I still have two bottles of 2016 Goose. You know what I mean? Like I know that. Yeah. It's gonna be probably be a couple years before we can even find this double barrel Goose Island again. Yeah. You could you imagine how much this must? So so the people that bought them this year, if they found them. Um. Maybe they bought more than one. Maybe there's someone who bought two of them somehow and cracked one open like we did. Could you imagine how much they might be selling for on like Facebook Marketplace knowing how good this beer is now in a couple of years? You could probably resell it for over 100 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was this was $60 straight up, you know. You could probably sell the, the Goose Island 2016s that we have for probably anywhere from 50 to 100 bucks too, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. For people that really get it. So that's the interesting thing. I don't know how to, to uh, appraise our collection, but uh, the shelf cost, new bottle value of our, our beer stash is pretty significant now. And yes. that's just, that's without adjustment for, um, I guess, rarity or, um, <clears throat> you know, want of that beer, right? Supply and demand. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, even. Mm. It's hard to know. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, I came in thinking this was the favorite. Um, oh, is it the best variant you've ever had? I don't even know if this is the variant. I think this is the, the, the deal, dude. This isn't the variant. I think this is, like, what they actually that's, do. That's the one, huh? I think this is, like, the high class. Makes you wonder, if we went to Chicago, to the brewery, what they'd have there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh boy. So, I mean, we talk about this a couple times, but to, to bring back, like, like a brewery, like, with their stature, Cruise Island, and them having their own, um, 
probably their own vault. You know, Firestone Walker has their own. Uh, we know Sierra Nevada has their own. But, like, Firestone Walker, every once in a while, will come out with, like, I think this year, I went online, I bought a whole bunch of bottles. One of them was a 2017 Bravo that I bought in 2021 mm-hmm. that was tended for and cared for by Firestone Walker themselves. So we know it was aged properly. Yep. Right? We know Sierra Nevada in, uh, up in Chico, there is a keg in the fridge of 95 Bigfoot. That's insane to me. Right? So what do you think these guys have in Chicago? What's in the Goose Island fridge? You know? What might be... I, I, I just... Now now I think we need to go. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, if we were to do a brewery trip to Chicago, we'd need a whole day for Goose Island. Yeah. Then another whole day for all the other brewers we wanted to hit. Yeah. It would need to be... Boy. This is good, man. 16's good. Oh, dude. Well, after we finish this, we're going to go back to small samples of the double barrel and just confirm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I can say I've been warming up the 16 goose in my hand. The booziness does start to jump out at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine's gone up a significant amount in temperature, and it's getting a little bit tougher to drink. Because the alcohol is like right there. It's like, bam, you know? <clears throat> Oof. But even... It doesn't have the, you know, it doesn't have the same complexity of this double barrel, which is to be expected. It also, like, this double barrel is just... Oh. Um, you know, I kind of talk about this. I'm actually not oh. trying to, to muddy the water with detail or anything like that. But we talk about, you know, aging a stout is a different experience. Yeah. So going with this, and this would, this is why I'd be I'd be interested even if we could find another bottle of this to age it for a couple of years and then run it back against sixteen in a couple of years to see how it aged. Uh, the because uh, this is just it's fresher, right? So it still has all of its complexity. It hasn't mellowed out at all. Yeah. Um, I still think even if twenty sixteen was perfectly fresh, that. Um, I think the double barrel will have slight edge. I still think so. Yeah. Yes, completely agree. I, sorry, this is like I have a different like worldview of of things. Like my life has changed right now. Like I feel. Yeah, that was insane. I, I'm like, having a hard time. Like we even, both, we both said, "Wow!" Like when we <laughs> like, "Wow!" And what's really like I'm. So this is really funny. So uh, it's my podcast voice, right? That's how we talk on the podcast. Apparently, when people listen to the podcast, this isn't how I sound normally in like real life. And to me, it didn't make any sense. And I'm just sitting here, and you know, I'm just thinking, and like I, I realize I'm like I'm getting back into my normal self. I'm like, well, it's a good beer, and uh, you know, we're gonna have it once. We'll probably never have it again. So. Uh, uh, mixed emotions, I guess. But I guess this is this is how I sound to everyone else when I'm talking. Well, and people think I'm bummed out in real real life, like I meet them in person. Like, why do you sound sad? I'm like, no, this is how I sound normally. <laughs> I just get really excited about beer. 
<laughs> you know? Well, so there's, the, you know, in Growler Gang, but, the yeah. first rule was plead the pint, right? Yeah. We plead the pint, uh, which just means if we're out with our significant others and there's at least mm. two members of Growler Gang, no. and the one who didn't say it pleads the pint, you know, we're exempt, mm. right? That's Growler Gang rules. We don't talk about That's it. right. No matter how frustrated the other girl gets. While you're out, yep. you don't talk about it. What happens yeah. in the car ride home is your business. But mm-hmm. uh, the second rule, I don't know if you remember this. This is the the not as this is these are the two rules of growler game. <laughs> rule two wasn't you can't bring out of bounds. That's rule number three. Yeah, rule two was you can't bring the same beer, right? No. Is rule two was you no? can't drink all the beer. Which is an understanding oh, that's that, right. yes. that we don't get FOMO from not having all the beer that we see because it's impossible to drink all the beer. Yeah. And so, yeah. in the spirit of, oh, we're only going to have this once. You're right. We're probably going to have Double Barrel 2021 once. But I think we've at least established, like, you and I are not in a position to drink. Uh, double barrel Goose Island all the time. We're not going to be able to sift through the vintages. Oh, financially, you mean? <laughs> no, I just mean logistically even. Like, yeah. you know, we've been hunting for a double barrel goose for at least three years now. Mm-hmm. And we finally found one bottle. Yeah. And so this idea that we would ever do, like, if we could find a way to do a double barrel Goose Island vertical flight, mm. oh man, that would be so legit to me. Yeah. And to figure out what's the best of those vintages? Sure. But I think we've at least established that not only is Goose Island our favorite stout brewery, but the double barrel the double barrel line is our favorite. Yeah. And so I'm just gonna tell people now my favorite beer is Goose Island Bourbon County Double Barrel. Twenty twenty one? No, I'm going to leave the year out. Yeah? Because I don't feel like I know. Like, with this Goose Island Bourbon uh, County stuff, I felt like I knew enough to know that 2016 specifically was my favorite. Yeah. The Double Barrel, I don't know. But I do know the Double Barrel is better than the regular. Mm. Or at least I'm pretty confident. So here we're going to finish up this. I'm 99.9% sold. All right, so... I'm going to pour just a little bit to solidify. So this is kind of the funny part. We're going back and forth between the Goose Islands. We still also have to drink the side tail. We've just been like, this this shit's like over here on the side of the table. No one cares well, about it anymore, I just right? want to get down to the bottom. Maybe we'll drink, you know, maybe we'll drink the rest of the side tail. We'll mm-hmm. just drink some of it, but... No. Okay, there's just a little bit of that. All right. Thank you, sir. Just to confirm, one last cheers. Ooh, God. Yeah, we peaked the mic on that one. Mm, that's just wonderful. That's just like... I will say, though, I am less sold doing it right after 2016. Yeah. I'm... I'm for me, it just doubled down. Like it, it's got uh, an edge, but it's a... It's, even if it's just a razor-thin edge... No, no. It is still better, but it's not, it's, as, it's not nearly as... Like, the gap wasn't what I thought it was. They're close. They're really close. I'm still going to give the edge to, to bur- the double barrel. Yeah. Um, 2016 Goose fought admirably. It is now the second best beer I've ever had. Mm. 
But there's a very close second. Yeah. And uh, I'm still thrilled to have two more bottles in my in my closet. So, excuse me. That's the other thing with Growly Gang is beers happen, or burps happen, right? It's not a rule, but you're correct. It just happens. They, they do happen. We talked about it. I think, well, we've only had one Growly Gang on, <clears throat> on a podcast. <clears throat> but there were some good times and, and some good discussions had about beer etiquette and burping and all that shit. Early on, you know, in the early days. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to be really sad right now. Um, and I'm in my headspace. I'm gonna tell you where I'm at. It's a, it's a life lesson. I'm an old man. I gotta you know tell people you know about life. I have a kind of a rule. It's mostly with people like like friends, family, whoever. Uh, Mostly friends. I mean, I, I try and stay in touch with my family as much as I can. Well, you know, I friends from high school, friends from college, whatever. They come and go. They come in out of your life, whatever. Um, I've tried to not expect things from people. And instead, when someone is in my life for whatever, uh, however deep they are in, involvement in my life, or however long, right? They could be a very short time, but have a huge impact. Or they can be uh, a very low impact person, very, you know, like a, a nice, pleasant person to talk to, and they're in my life for a while. But there's there's nothing more than just surface engagement, small talk, whatever it may be, whatever combination. <clears throat> I just accept and I, I try to be grateful for. So I try to appreciate the level of involvement that people um, give to me out of their days and their life, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it may be. And just appreciate every day. And so that way when, when they're gone, I have no, you know, there's no sadness. That I don't feel like I'm left out of something. Um, I appreciated them to their fullest, to the extent that they were willing to be part of my life, whatever extent that was. That's kind of how I feel <laughs> about this double barrel um, Goose Island, man. Like I'll tell you though, when you finish, when you finish that... 2016 is just if you take out the boozy bite of 2021 double barrel. Yeah. 2016 is just yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like we're gonna drink through this double barrel goose, and I'm gonna enjoy every bit of it. Mostly because I know that when we're done with it, it's gone. Right. So why wouldn't I throw everything out the window and just you know, enjoy what is here with this beer while it's in the glass. Mm-hmm. I'm not even thinking about, hey, you know, I gotta go try and find another one of these. I don't know when we're gonna see another one released. You know, I don't. We have this one here right now. We're we're living in this moment with this beer. That this is how hard this one's hitting me, dude. Like I'm getting, like, way back into my. In my, in my That's mind. what's tricky right? is you know I've actually kind of struggled with this with 2016. It's like oh, we only have two. Like when we were cracking open, it's like we only have two more bottles. Yeah. And then now to crack open a bottle that's better, and we have zero left. Yeah. Do you regret it? No. Just. Uh, it does kind of taint the Goose Island stash I have in my closet. A little bit, but what you know? I'm going for the best <laughs> beer I have available to me. You know, if you miss it when it's gone, 
that means you didn't take advantage of it when it was here as much as you could have. Uh, okay. Maybe. I'll buy into most of it. Most, yeah. Unless you're an incredibly sentimental person. Well, yeah, we, I think we both are. I'm just saying, like, it, it makes it easier when it's gone. Yeah, no, I, uh, no, I've had, I, uh, yep, Bourbon County Double Barrel 21 is the new goat. Yeah. At least, you know, of the ones we've tried. I didn't expect this at all. Oh, I did. You did? I came in expecting. I, as we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, like we haven't had this one ever. We've had 16 Goose a couple times. No, I, I kind of like, this was sort of like the Maserati of beers. You know, we hadn't quite gone to this tier yet. It was the most yeah. we ever spent on a bottle. It was in the same brewery. It was the more refined version, the sort of extra version, if you will, and the, the premium package, if you will. Like, I, I think... Yeah. I came in, like, that's why I was like, we have to do a podcast. I think we have a legit number one contender here. And, yeah, 2016 got knocked, like, knocked out. Well, you, you like the title, right? A beer Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. Either you saw it coming the whole time, or it came out of left field, but it took over. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's the king sits in the chair with the, with the crown and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what's really funny? Uh, if you look at the table, which you guys at home, you can't look at our table. But we started off the night with, uh, you know, Jordan and I uh, traditionally had Taco Bell and beers. And this is how the, all this started back in the day. Just drink beer and eat Taco Bell. We had Taco Bell and Pabst. Wait, 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 wait. It started with Little Caesars. Did it? Don't you disrespect Little Caesars like I got that. no dis- I got Little Caesars in my fridge right now. I got no disrespect. It started with Little Caesars. It evolved into... <laughs> it evolved into Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, so um, our beer adventure tonight started a little bit before we started recording this podcast with Taco Bell... And a Pabst Blue Ribbon. And look where we're at now. You know? Sure. Also, <laughs> if you look at the bottles, the two Goose <sighs> beers are 40% empty. And that side tail is almost all the way full. That's what I'm saying. Like, the side tail is like, hey, get over there. Get out of the way. You stand at the edge of the table. You know? Yeah, the big boys are here to play. And I think, you know, 2016 Goose... I think it's... You're right. Yeah, I think it's 90% of the beer. That but is, that, that little bit. It, right? It's a huge difference. Yeah. Sorry about the explosives going off in my neighborhood. It is New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> wow. But, you know, that, that difference... Gosh. It now, took, here's the real question. Hmm. If you walk into Smart Mart tomorrow, you see both these beers on the shelf. 2016 Goose versus Double Barrel Goose. What are you buying? Okay. Or are you buying are you buying either bottle? Or are or and if you are buying a bottle, which one are you buying? 
I guess the third question is, would you buy both? And fourth, or third, would you buy both? Or but if you can only buy one, what would you buy? I would buy both, definitely. And this, this is part of the, the question, I think, is a little bit loaded here. Uh, I know for a fact that you have two more of 16. So if I had to buy one bottle, I would buy the double barrel goose. Okay, if we had zero 2016 goose. Just fresh. And, and you could no own, stash. No stash. And you could only Ugh. buy one bottle, what would you buy? All right. This is a really weird answer. Just, just roll with me here, right? Okay. Let's, let's, let's walk down this road. Hold on. So let's let's redefine <laughs> the brand. It's just for me. I think our listeners did. So just for context, Chris and I have at least twenty <laughs> bottles between the two of us, most of which are Goose Island. Those sure, side we tail? can pour some side While tail. we're talking, at least. While we're talking, you can pour some side tail. All right. You really need. Hey, if you're out there and you like barrel aged stouts, let us know. Cause uh, cheers. Oh yeah. Um, I cannot even put into terms. Like this tastes like a regular porter. Compared <laughs> yeah, to this, like, I was gonna say it almost tastes like water compared uh, to these two. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Uh, that's insane. But wow. Yeah, if you're out there and you like these kinds of beers, hit us up because we could definitely use a third a third party. Yeah. This. Um, We're basically... Love you, Miles, but you're a bitch when it comes to barrel-aged beer. Um, fuck you, Logan. And... Well, no, Christmas is over, so I think Miles might be... Oh. It might be okay. Uh, I didn't ruin a vacuum. <laughs> and... Uh... Okay, so... There's at least... At least uh... 20 bottles of probably just goose between the two of us mm-hmm. in our collective stashes. Now, if the stash was completely gone... Right, no stash. Uh huh. No regulars, no variants. Nothing. Nothing. And you're in Smart Mart or Rockland Bottle Shop tomorrow. And here they are. And here they are. There's 2016 Goose or there's 2021 Double mm-hmm. Barrel. And let's just up the price for 2016 Goose. Let's make it a little bit, let's, let's say $20 for 2016 Goose mm-hmm. and $60 for this 2021 Double Barrel. And you can only buy one. Because I'm with you. If I see both bottles, I'm like, fuck that. I, even with the stash, I'm still buying an extra bottle of 2016. I think 2016 is still very good. Yeah, I think you made a good point. that it, After all this time, and before Goose had this much popularity in the West Coast, 16 was that good. Still 90% as good as this one. Yeah. It took a whole extra year and a whole other barrel. Mm-hmm. No, special barrels from a, a distillery, mm-hmm. not just yeah, the 100%. normal. Yeah, like, they, they I'm still pumped to crack. Like it will still yeah. be a special occasion for me to crack open the the 2016. Mm-hmm. So here's my response. Now saying this is where okay, I want so you to got a just, weird one. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's a I'll weird one. I'm gonna let you get to the end of it before I argue. You're not gonna argue. You're gonna think it's really funny. Okay, great. So say something tragic happened to you, and you're gone. Or, I don't know, you moved to, like, India or something. I don't know. We, we don't hang out anymore. We're not, you know. If I need something sentimental, I, we have a lot of memories, a lot of good times with the 16 Goose. And I would probably buy that. But if you and I are still hanging out, I'm buying the, the Double Barrel. It, it, for me, it's enough. I mean, even with the price difference, it's, it's enough of a better beer. If I'm buying a beer that's very special and very expensive, I'm going to buy that Double Barrel. I'd buy the 16 Goose if I really missed you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I get it. Because I'm weird like that. I, I don't know. What the... I get it. <laughs> right? But I would probably try to buy both. 
I'd probably buy both. Almost assuredly, I'd buy both. Uh, if I could. Yeah. If I could only buy one, I'm buying double barrel, probably. So, I have a beard to mustache, and I would still try to put on a fake mustache to go back and buy the other beer. If I was only allowed to buy one at a time. <laughs> like, it would be Mission Impossible. How do I buy this other beer? Hey, It'd Paul be double friend, barrel. Come over. I, I'm not... I honestly it's, think if you got one, buy right? double barrel, because... Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. Uh, you know, I've only, like, we've only seen mm. one over years of hunting. We've seen one... And it's really good. It's really good. It's... The side tail is almost as mellow as the Braggot that we just had. Compared to these two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Braggot might as well be Coors Light compared to these other two, Goose. Yeah. Which is really funny when like, I have friends that ask about getting into like barrel-aged beers. Like, oh, I really like barrel-aged beers. Which one did you have? Oh, I had Anderson Valley. I'm like, oh... <laughs> that's the Guinness of Stouts <laughs> which Guinness is the course of Stouts <laughs> it's like oh you have no idea man you have no idea oh it gets so deep and like uh, yeah. so I, I recommend people if you want to get into the style of beer the, the bourbon barrel aged beer I'd, I'd go Dragon's Milk or Anderson Valley mm-hmm. yep. you know uh, Anderson Valley actually uses wild turkey barrels when they make their bourbon barrel aged out. And it's pretty good. It's, I think it's like 10%. Or the high water campfire stout's a good... Oh, bourbon, if you can find it, barrel aged. The barrel aged campfire stout. Oh, that's a... We, yeah, we had that the other night. That's a good beer. That's a good one. But that would you say that was for like like someone's like entry into getting into barrel aged stouts? I think that's like step two. Maybe if you liked well the or the You're the right. Bourbon County, or the what You're do you call right. it? The you know, I forget. Like this twenty sixteen, <clears throat> this twenty sixteen would be a lot for most people. Mm-hmm. And this twenty twenty one was a step up above that. Yeah. Like for someone who's used to drinking IPAs, they would be knocked on their ass with either of these beers. That twenty twenty one was good. Man. It's oh, it's still here. It's still good. Let's let's love and appreciate it for what it is. While it's still here in our lives, Jordan. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, Goose Island, it's just Goose Island. People are like, what's your favorite beer? Goose Island. The Goose Island Bourbon Barrel and Stouts. Which one? All, all of them. You know what's really funny? Is their, their Pilsner's pretty good. Their IPAs are okay. Hmm? <laughs> and then they come out with this stuff. They're like, well, what the hell are you guys doing? This is amazing. Their flagship IPA is okay. Yeah, The right? same way, though, that Lagunitas IPA is okay. Yeah. Now, if we were to go there, would it be better? Yes, but how much so is the question. Well, we did get a rum barrel aged uh, brown ale once. Or I, I think I did or you did. On one of my trips, or your trips, or whatever, out, out there. We're not too far from Lagunitas. Sure, but what we'll I'm say, saying is... They have stuff that's, that's good. But that's the funny part, right? Is the stuff that you see in the store, the stuff they're like really known for, is okay. You know, like Goose Island has a pretty popular IPA. It's distributed all over the country. I've seen it at restaurants. It's it's okay. Yeah, but if we had it at the brewery, because remember, mm. we when we went to San Nevada, we didn't even recognize Pale when we had it. Mm-hmm. You can say, okay, well, it's a different recipe, but it uses the same ingredients, and we didn't even recognize it. Yeah, that was good. It's good. Because that was our first moment where we were like, wait a minute. 
going to breweries is definitely the way to go. Yeah. And that's, you know, when I went to Rubicon and did that tour, that's what that, that brewer was explaining to me, that to go from the fermentation tank to the keg, he could be losing anywhere from 1% to 3% off the top of the quality of his beer. And transporting it, it could be anywhere from uh, one, 1% to 3% off the top of the beer. I remember this. Yes, and yes, yes. And then storing it, it could be an additional 1% to 3% off the top of the beer. So, you know, conservatively, you know, that's anywhere from 3 to 9%. So even let's say, you know, the beer is 95% as good as it ever was by the time it gets to us. For me to not pour it correctly is another 3% mm. right off the top. So the beer is 92% as good as it could be, which is a big difference, as we've kind of talked about tonight. The, the yeah. gap between 100 and 92 is huge. Yeah. It's another 1% to 3% off the top. So we essentially, in pouring the beer, when you see a, cra- a craft handle at a restaurant, you're potentially getting a B-plus version of what that, that beer actually is. Mm-hmm. And so that is a long-winded way of saying, I would be interested to try Kushan IPA right at the source. I, yeah, IPA and this um, Bourbon County Stout at the source, man. Mm-hmm. Like right there. We've had it on draft. On draft in California. We had 2019 on draft. How do you think this would taste, 2021 would taste on draft in Chicago where they made it? You know? Probably pretty great. Oh, oh my God. Mm. Probably pretty great. Oh. Yeah, so there's a new oh. goat in town. A new goat. Uh, any closing thoughts you have? I think we pretty much covered it, but before I close out, I feel like... I'm really trying to put into words what we've experienced tonight. And it sounds kind of funny because we're just talking about beer. But the the difference... I think, I think we have our ranking. If you look at our table, which you can't see, but the way we have it, right, the far right of the table... Double barrel, uh, goose. Uh, I'm gonna put 2016 goose like right next to it, like this, and then probably about a foot and a half away is side tail. And I think that's a pretty accurate description of the distance between side tail and and the it's goose far. It's where did I mean, you put this bracket that we had today? Oh, I, I might even put it ahead of the side tail just by a little bit by a hair. Uh, same actually, I think it, it's close, yeah. and I think. But it's also a completely different beer style. Mm-hmm. That's the funny part. Uh, the side tail and the two goose islands are supposedly in the same family or bracket of beer style. How and much did you pay for the four pack of the bracket? Sixteen dollars. So four dollars a can. Yeah, four dollars for a pint. Watch this out. Yeah. Well, watch watch this play out. So, I already I remember this. Mm-hmm. Smell it now. Hold what on. What does it smell like? It smells very light. <laughs> Who watered down my beer? What's, what's going on here? <laughs> okay, hold on. You smell yeah. it. Hold on. I'm going to hold on to it. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, it smells much lighter. Yeah. Tell me the ABV of the side tail. Oh, it's got to be like 14 Is it something? 10 and a half? Uh, 11.8... Okay, great. What do you think? What is the ABV of the Spragget? 10. 10. Mm hmm. So, I can spend 
you know, so $16 for the four pack means $4 a can, which means I can spend 20% for, you know, we'll call it 10 versus 12, mm -hmm. 86% of the, of the alcohol, 20% mm -hmm. of the price for 86% of the alcohol. Compared to what? For, compared to side tail. Well, so that's 22 ounces. You're buying a four-pack. Okay, sure. You're right. That's fair. Um, it's 64 ounces. 64 ounces. For twenty for $14 or $16. At well, let's 10%. just do this. So 16 Okay, so I think third, I see what you're saying now. We'll call, Sorry. It, we'll call it $6 yeah. a can, though. $6 a can. Sure. So even then, uh, we're talking 30%. Mm-hmm. Per mm -hmm. can. For almost the yeah, well I that's I think that bracket was more drinkable. Um, and on like on a daily basis, that would probably be more something I'd gravitate towards than the side tail. I would grab the bracket before so, I grab the side tail. Yeah. I'd grab the yeah. four pack of bracket before I'd grab the side tail. And even you're talking about one can versus one bottle, even the four pack is still cheaper than one bottle of side tail. You know? And that was my point. Uh-huh. Was like we're talking about volume for quality here. Um, I actually that that's uh, Braggit and I bought a barrel aged um, uh, it's called Eclipse I forget who made it it was a three year um, uh, medley of barrel aged beers they made and I just bought it I, I grabbed it out of the fridge at uh, Total Wine I grabbed the four pack from Cricket Lane neither one of them had a price I walked up to the front you know the customer service and I, I put the four pack down and that barrel aged bottle down I said, I know these are both probably going to be really expensive, but I don't know what they cost. So, could you tell me how much they cost? I mean, you're looking at that, you know, how much does honey cost right now? It's crazy. Right. Uh, it's an imperial stout. We know that takes a lot of malt to make it. It's expensive. I would have expected this four pack to be at least 24 bucks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And for it to come back at 16. I was like, run it. Yeah. And I think uh, the Eclipse. I would buy this before any pack in the Mind Shakers. Yeah. Hands oh, yeah. Down. And Definitely. those Mind Shakers were $24 a four pack. Mm hmm. But here's the funny part too. The other one was a bottle, it was a bomber. I think a little bit smaller than a bomber. It was the three year blend uh, barrel aged, and it was like sixteen or eighteen dollars. And that's the one I cracked open the other night when I got my research to finally work. So I had a party, but even still, would you buy the side tails again? Um. I don't know. Like I'm saying, like it's a good holiday. Like if it's Christmas or Easter or something, you're having like a dinner. Like this would be good with like ham or something. I would buy one. I don't know if I'd buy them a whole bunch. But yeah. I would buy a different vintage. Yeah. You know, I've only actually ever seen the 17 and the 18. So if I saw a new vintage, I'd probably do that. So you would recommend buying a different vintage of the Cytel? Not this one? Uh, I would buy... I mean, if you bought another... So if you sent me a text, it was like, yeah, I bought another 2018 site, so I'd be like, well, why? I literally have one in my closet. We don't need another one. Well, yeah, but especially if, after breaking this one open. Yeah. If you found a 2020 side tail, I'd be like, oh, dope. Let's try it. Mm. Like, so Great Basin's a great brewery. Their beer's high quality. The side tails are really cool. They're really oh, cool. Yeah. Like... You know, in six months, if we wanted to crack open the other 2018 side tail, like, I have a great time. You know what I mean? Like, they're oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah. 
in the context of best barrel-aged stout I've ever had, or best beer I've ever had, it's not close. They're not in that conversation. They are still great beers, though. I would still put Coconut Narwhal ahead of the Sightail. I would still put the Infinite oh, Void, the Barrel yeah. Infinite Void ahead of this. So either I think any of the Infinite Voids are better than this one because we've had they did uh, Elijah Craig Barrels one year. They did Four Roses Barrels one year. They've done a couple variants. You know, I, I would put any of those. I'd rather have a Mallow Blaster over this too. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, that was good. Ace but too. they're still great. Mm. Twenty dollars a bottle. I'm a little reluctant. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, hey, you're going to a family gathering, or you got some friends in town. Your old college buddies are getting together because, hey, it's uh, you know, it's Friday night. You're gonna get you know, some, do some tacos or whatever. This would be a good beer to bring if you're trying to impress your friends and, and bring some some good beer. It's not bad, and you can still find these in places. You know, the side tails are kind of here and there. Yep. And I'm saying like like the but you people can find that Goose Island pretty much anywhere. You know, that's a good point. I'd say bring a 21 Goose. <laughs> if you really want to knock their socks off, just, uh, you know, that's not I a bad play. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'd rather have 2021 20, Goose than the side tail. Mm-hmm. And 2021 20, Goose is not better than this 2016. No. This double barrel, though, is pretty... Yeah, I think this where we're going to leave it. Double barrel's 20... This 2021 20, double barrel Goose is pretty insane. Um, it's a new goat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well uh, that's it on uh, 2021 as well. We've got a couple hey. hours left, and uh, depending on where you're at right now, I mean, it, it might even be next year. I don't know. Can't think of a better way to ring in the new year, but there's a, a new greatest beer of all time. So, uh, cheers, guys. Talk to you soon. Oh, later. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna stop this and save it, but like.